All right, amen. Always good to have a time of prayer. And so you may be seated. Welcome, everyone. So wonderful to see everyone in the house of the Lord this afternoon. Uh, this portion of our service is called Just a Taste. And it is uh, just a taste of what is coming up in our small group. Small groups are our Bible study component of our uh, weeks. And this week on Tuesday, we're beginning our small groups for the month of July. And we meet on Zoom every other week on a Tuesday or a Thursday. And so if you're interested in these uh, Bible studies in these small groups and attending or becoming a part of one, you can go to newarcupc.info, click on the learn card, and then select the online small groups. And you can see uh, all the, the various groups that we have meeting on a Tuesday and a, and a Thursday via Zoom to do Bible study. So our new topic for the next six weeks that we'll be studying uh, in our small groups is about service. And to introduce our new topic, I'd like to begin in Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. And Paul speaking says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. So in the previous chapters of Romans, our, our just a taste component is about five minutes long. So I'm not going to go through the previous uh, uh, several chapters of the book of Romans. But before we land here in chapter 12, Paul has very carefully laid out in the previous chapters that it's only the gospel message of the saving name of Jesus Christ that brings salvation and those who believe by faith that they are saved by grace and not of their own works are now a part of the family of God. Okay, really brief overview of 12 chapters of what he said. Okay. Um, and so he lays this out in great detail. And Paul says in the verses we read in chapter 12, we become a living sacrifice, which is your reasonable service. Meaning that because of this great act of love for the world in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, a reasonable response to that, to our salvation in Christ, is this complete surrender of ourself, our self-will, with a total commitment of our lives to do the will of God. And that's a reasonable response, Paul's saying. So to the love of God and the salvation that he brings to all. And to be a living sacrifice, we daily show our thankfulness to God and our love for God and all that he's done for us as we serve him. And then verse 2 says, And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is good and acceptable and the perfect will of God. When we're saved by the grace of God, in that moment, we have surrendered our will to his divine will. But salvation, and we've heard this before here, salvation is a process. It's not just a single moment in time. And so as we live out this Christian life, we have to continue daily to invite the Holy Spirit to transform our minds 
so that we can fix our actions to do the will of God every day, to reflect his image and to ask him, how can we be a part of fulfilling his will in the world around us? So simply put, service is an act of worship. I don't think anybody would disagree with that. And according to Paul, being a part of being a living sacrifice also includes not only loving God and serving him, but also being a part, being a living sacrifice includes loving our neighbor and serving others. Paul was addressing two ethnic groups in this letter to the Romans. The Jews, like himself, uh, before his encounter with Christ, who was a, a, a Jew. And so he's talking to that group that's hearing this message, the gospel. Um, and then the Gentiles, which were all the non-Jews. And uh, these groups were becoming one. Okay, They were becoming this new thing called the church. Anybody who believed this gospel message was becoming part of this, this church. And so... Um, in the rest of chapter 12, Paul continues to teach that uh, in order to fulfill the teachings of the Torah, which was familiar to the Jews, to love God and love your neighbor, and of the teachings that Jesus echoed in the greatest commandment, the same thing, the greatest commandment is to love God and to love our neighbor as ourselves. This is how we serve the Lord. Paul was teaching that salvation in Jesus Christ means that the Holy Spirit is in you, okay? And therefore, he will equip you to serve your neighbor, and he will equip you with the gifts and talents that God gives to everyone who bears his name. This is how we serve our neighbor. I'm going to end my just a taste uh, this afternoon with the rest of Romans chapter 12 in which Paul says, because of the privilege and authority God has given me, I give each of you this warning. Don't think you're better than you really are. Be honest in your evaluation of yourselves, measuring yourselves by the faith God has given us. Remember, he was kind of anticipating conflict between these new groups of people that were now becoming one, united in Christ. It says, just as our bodies have many parts, and each part has a special function, we hear this elsewhere in his New Testament writings, so it is with Christ's body. We are many parts of one body, and we all belong to each other. In his grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. Serve your neighbor with these things, Paul is saying. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, serve them well. If you're teaching, teacher, teach well. If your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. If it's giving, give generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take the responsibility seriously. And if you give a gift of showing kindness to others, do it gladly. So this is a list, not the only list of how we serve each other. But he brings out a few things in, in these verses. And then it says, don't just pretend to love others. 
Really love them. This is our reasonable service, Paul says. Hate what is wrong. Hold tightly to what is good. Love each other with genuine affection. And take delight in honoring each other. The scriptures say delight in the Lord. And here it says delight in each other. Never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. We're happy people serving God. We're happy people saved by his grace. Amen. And so uh, we, we don't often forget as Christians that we've been saved by grace and that our response is to love and serve God. But do we remember the equally important message that Paul has laid out here to love our neighbor and serve them also? So I want to remind us this week as we begin exploring what is service in our small groups and that we have been saved by grace to serve and love. And that's just a taste.